When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Literati, a comedy podcast exclusively about books, pens, paper, ideas, writing, authors, and the little bugs that live inside our bodies. We're your hosts, and we're so happy to be here, especially now that we are no longer allowed outdoors due to an unfair restraining order placed on us by Mother Nature. We won't admit we were wrong, and we won't apologize. Now, when it comes to writing, we all know there's one big rule to follow. Don't write the Pelican Brief. It's already been written, guys. By John Grisham. Now, I can't tell you how many times me or one of my writing students will start working on a really exciting novel, only to get one or two hundred pages in and realize that we're rewriting the Pelican Brief. So when you start writing, just use this fun rhyme to remind yourself not to write the Pelican Brief. It's already been written by John Grisham. And if that doesn't work, here are three more rhymes to help you remember. If your novel is a legal thriller, make sure a pelican is not the killer. If your book is fun and super groovy, make sure it doesn't seem like that Denzel Julia Roberts movie, The Pelican Brief. And finally, Jesus Christ, good grief. Please don't rewrite The Pelican Brief. But did you know that there are other traps that writers should avoid? No. It's true. Wow. There are dozens of mistakes that every novice makes. So we thought we would explain some of our favorites to you so that you can avoid the same fuck-ups that we had to suffer through. Tip number one, never use the word suddenly when writing. It's unnecessary and it undercuts the exciting thing that's about to happen. Instead, try something a little bit more unexpected with, I don't know, something like... Now, before you read the next sentence, you're going to want to get a fresh pair of pants, because this shit's going to fucking freak you out. Or, unsuddenly, nothing happened. Just kidding, this happened. That way, there's a fun reveal that's built up really well. Tip number two, avoid overusing like in your writing. Instead of a sentence like, my father hugged me and it was like all my greatest wishes and fears were coming true at the same time, Instead, make a bold, strong statement by removing like from the equation. How about something like this? My father hugged me so hard that all of my bones smashed up inside my body, which was my biggest fear because I hate pain, but also it was my greatest wish because I've always wanted to be a jellyfish. So you can see how this was a crazy day, right? I like that. Tip number three. Everybody prints their books on paper. So if you want to stand out, try using something different. Like, for example, glass, birds, or tattooed on your back. You ever read a book written entirely on an ancient Japanese katana blade? Me neither. Yet. Tip number four. Be really careful when you suck on the end of a pencil while thinking. You might accidentally forget what you're doing and eat the whole dang pencil. Now, you might say, oh, come on, that would never happen to me. 
Well, then explain why I've had three emergency C-sections to remove three different HB pencils from my gut. You can't, can you? Same thing happened to me with a typewriter. And finally, tip number five. You gotta fucking swear a bunch in your book. A lot of writers only get one or two fucking curse words per page, but if you really try, I bet you can get a shit ton more up in there. It's gonna be fun for you and your dumbass crappy readers. That's a fucking good tip. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those are just a few tips and tricks to use to make your writing not so awful. Man, I wish I had me when I was younger. Not me. I don't think I'd have been any help. But without further ado, we want to welcome our guest for the day. We are so excited to have him all the way from Stratford, Connecticut. Wow, long way. Long way to come. He is a poet, and he has a book of poems called Leaves of Grass I Trimmed with My Mower. That's correct. Coming to the mic, Ralph Dobis. Oh, wow. What is this, a microphone? This one? All right. Well, okay. Hey there. Ralph Dobis here. Uh, <laughs> how's it going? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, I just took the Amtrak down here to, we're, we're recording this in New York City, if you could even believe it. That's incredible. I got a few poems here from my book, Leaves of Grass I Trim With My Mower. Uh, self-published. Thank you so much. Here's a few poems. Green grass on the feet, hands full of barbecue meat. Shorts on, head clear. Looking my woman in the rear. Zeke says, hey, can you pass the mustard? It's been years since I have lusted. Gonna make love to Karen in the bed I paid for from my job. That one's called Love. It turns out uh, I wrote that poem and, well, I made love to my wife right afterward. And it was fine. You know, okay, here we go. <sighs> Hardwood floors, trays of meat, great glass window, a love seat, my Bowflex, Karen's loom. Welcome to my living room. That one's called my living room. Here we go. I would read this next poem, but the font's far too small in the print edition of my book. I don't know how Drew got away with it. Okay, here we go. Here's one. I love Jesus. I love praying. I love confession. And I love staying right here at church. That one's called A Note to Father Don. And uh, I wrote that one for him on Thanksgiving. Here's a little confession for you. He loved it. <laughs> In the print edition, there is a wink emoji at the end of the poem. I just wanted to include that in there. You know, I figured out what the emoji was after my daughter, Samantha. She said, you know, you can express yourself using punctuation marks. I says, okay, Samantha, <laughs> what are you, the Riddler? The Riddler, of course, from the Batman comic series. He's got question marks all over his pants. So, this next one, uh... <clears throat> Nothing smells better than grass. That one's called The Goddamn Truth. Oh, you know what? This is one I don't read often. Here we go. I've never been so close to heaven as when I look at my coin collection. Buffalo nickels, Susan B. Anthony's, mint state quarters in 50 varieties. I keep them away in a bag in my closet so the Cub Scouts don't touch them when they come over with their Dorito hands. 
That one's called mint condition. And I'll tell you one thing. My coins are in mint condition. That's that's the truth. Usually I use the title of the poem to make some sort of pun or joke. Not here. The truth. And uh, thank goodness because I got to be telling the truth sometimes or else I'm going to go to heck. Okay. Books are nice. I like to read. Reading rocks. Yes, indeed. John Adams, The Power Broker. Slaughterhouse-Five. Al Roker's book. These and more are books that I have mostly read. This one's called Sure, I Like to Read. (laughs) Figured this would be perfect for you book lovers on this old podcast. What do you call that? Audiophile? Book file? Bibliophile Bibliophile there. (laughs) It's kind of like bibliography. I wonder why. Fun little coincidence, huh? (laughs) Yeah, somebody was... Smoking a vape on the Amtrak on my way over here, and I'm thinking to myself, this can't be legal. It's getting in my throat. I'll tell you one thing. I feel best I've felt in years. He works in the city. He stays out late. He has a short but confident gait. He has three cars and a big garage. His wife is pretty as a mirage. He's got a tiny dick. I hate his guts. It felt so good to punch his fat dumb head when he yelled at my daughter Sam for stepping on his side of the munch. I'd do it again. That one's called I'm a Better Man Than Ken, My Neighbor. And if there's anybody in my freaking neighborhood who I'd like to sin on, it would be him. If you want to succeed, you got to learn how to work. If you want to run a marathon, you got to learn how to train. If you want to paint, you got to learn how to see. If you want to write, you got to learn how to edit. These are terse pieces of non-advice I feed to my daughter to pretend I'm helping her grow. That one's called, I am a good father. And I desperately hope that's the truth. Hey, and if you like that, I got a few Dirty Daddy edition poems here from my special edition Dirty Daddy book. (laughs) I wish I had a son. I wish I had a jag. I wish I had a hundred diamonds in my bag. I wish I'd taken chances when I was 29. I really wish my life was better than just fine. I wish most of all that I hadn't ejaculated instantly the one time Karen and I were in a threesome. Oh, it hurts to think about. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for that. Those are some poems. You can, uh, uh, if you want to read more of these, uh, check out my website, dadpoems.net, and see if you, uh, can... Grab yourself one of these copies of the books. I got them all in a bunch of boxes in my garage. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Well, I've heard of a poet warrior, but a poet father? <laughs> wow. Hey, Ralph Dobis, thank you so much for uh, making the trip from uh, Connecticut. Oh, of course. Yeah, I did, no problem at all. I, uh, you know... <laughs> Took the Amtrak, no offense. I got points there, and uh, I use them. 
Whoa, you got points for the Amtrak? Oh, yeah. I got the special Amtrak membership card, AAA, you get the discounts. Is it tied to your credit card or? Oh, yeah, big time. Nice. I have one credit card and it's for Amtrak. And I only <laughs> use it for Amtrak. Yeah. Everything else goes directly to check. Great. So it's like a positive feedback loop. The more you ride, the more you ride. That's it. You know, I just got to say, so many of our guests are stuffy literary types, and it's really nice to talk to a real person. Mm. Oh, hey, it's real nice to hear that. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, one day it, it, it hit me in the head like a, uh, like a flower hitting you on the head. You know, I, I was Yes, I, I think I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't mean to make a poem just there. Was that a poem? Yeah, I think it was. I think wow. it was. You know, uh, it's that easy. <laughs> it's so e- you make it seem easy. Oh, yeah. because it is. You know, one day oh, I okay. says, I says to Karen, I says, "Hey, we should. You know, I, we, we've been doing. We've been having such a good year. We could start writing poems." Karen says, "You go do that with your friends." So I did. You know, me and Zeke and uh, Phil and Bob. <laughs> And then Ross and Jacob and of course uh, Tim and oh yeah uh, you got to get Tim in there Jack and uh-huh. uh, Mike and Andrew and then Nick Nicholas and Nick and Nikolai then Nikki and uh, Saul he's there sure uh, and then of course there's Bill uh, did I say William yet no. Right, and then there's Ben and Fred and Pete and, of course, Gabriel. He does a great uh-huh. job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, where do you guys all meet? Because that's a pretty big group. Oh, well, uh, we, you know, when it's nice out, uh, you know, northeast. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what was it Mark Twain said? If you don't like the weather, wait a minute and it'll change. You know, I never heard that, but I think that's a real, that's a real uh, true thing thing to say mm-hmm. uh my my buddies and i we hang out in the backyard or we mm-hmm. go over to flood middle school they mm-hmm. let us hang out in the cafeteria of course there's no windows in flood middle school it's one of the worst designs do you well it's do you all have uh, children or they just let a bunch of grown men hang out at the middle school well you know i'm you know i'm a cub master pack 177 okay so sure. they let me in whenever i got the keys yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you. You're a father. You, you mentioned your daughter, oh, yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Samantha. She's uh, she's about sixteen and a half. She's uh, a computer whiz. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I'd be without her. Certainly would not be able to print any brochures. That's for sure. <laughs> the kids come in handy once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I I I get the uh, the feeling that I want to impress you. A very fatherly, fatherly wow. figure to me. Oh, hey there. I mean, uh, you know, it's impressive that. Uh, I mean, what is this, Bose? Uh, yeah, yeah, these, these are Bose. These yeah, are Bose microphones. I mean, that's impressive right there. I mean, where do you guys shop? The sharper image. <laughs> oh gosh, I wish we could afford that. Uh, this was all uh, volunteer uh, time. The, all of the producers. It's a volunteer time program. Wow. It's a work study with their local wow. prison. And then this was all donated materials. Wow. Um, were donated. Uh, you know when that big there was that power plant spill in Japan. Oh, the the Fukushima. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. all of the equipment that was drenched in nuclear waste. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good way to to give back. Yeah, and what's great is you don't have to plug it in. Yeah, and oh. and you want to get close to the microphone, but definitely don't touch it with your mouth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Good thing it doesn't look like an ice cream cone. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, yes. I touch those with my mouth with a uh, fierce, uh, 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 what's the word here? 
uh, a excited doubleness. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, I know what that's like. Now, I, I was it hard to get these other fathers into your poetry group because I just I I think poetry is one of the more alienating forms of literature because typically uh, how bad it is and mm-hmm. I think in particular men uh, while there are many famous male poets men are a little bit more guarded when it comes to the raw emotion of poetry. sure yeah I understand that you know it once we once we broach the subject hey you know <laughs> art's easy let's get on that let's let's sit in a row Let's write some art together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Jeff brings the Heinies and <laughs> Heineken's for uh, our listeners. Yeah, for the yeah. layman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. I just, I've been calling them Heinies since that hilarious Austin Powers Madonna commercial. And uh, I don't I, remember. There was a Austin Powers and Madonna Heine commercial where he says, Get your hands off my Heine, baby. And it was Madonna, you know, who. I could take her leave, you know. She's doing sure, what yeah. she wants to do with well, her Well, you know life. what Mark Twain says? If you don't like Madonna, wait a minute and she'll change. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I heard that one. Yeah. I've heard that one before. Now, I got to say, that was a pretty good Austin Powers. Do you do any other impressions or impersonations? Oh, you know. I mean, I, there is an open mic night at uh, Acapulco's, Uh-oh. which is the Mexican restaurant near the train station. Oh, well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, uh, here's a a Pierce Brosnan uh, for you. Hey, the name's Bond, James Bond. So that's good. That's That's a good one. He's the best Bond. I mean, he's dry ninety percent of the time. Yeah, you dunk him in water, he's dry the next scene. Mm -hmm. There's a whole. There's (laughs) you. You watch Tomorrow Never Dies, which is. I think objectively the best, the best Bond one. film. Yeah. The best one, yes. Absolutely. There's a part where he's uh, underwater giving CPR to somebody drowning. Yes. Underwater at yes. the end of the film. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out of the water. He's still in the water and his hair is dry. It's amazing. Is it's that amazing. the same one where he's falling out of a plane and he is about to crash onto a mountaintop and pulls a thing in a giant bubble? Uh, like his tuxedo turns into a giant bubble that keeps him safe from the mountain? Uh, Yeah, I think that's the one there. Yeah. yeah, I think I remember that. I don't have a point or a view. I'm just trying to piece back together all my <laughs> Well, memories. he's just an excellent actor. If and you a can good make spy. Your, if you can make your hair... That's right. I hear he's an excellent spy. Yeah. If you can make your hair dry on command, that's... I mean, give him the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not a... a an analyst of poetry. I, I haven't studied mm. the form, but I... Been there. Do I do sense some a lot of longing, but then also some tension between you and the the two women in your life, your wife and your daughter? Oh, that's interesting. I I never picked up on that. Well, now, I, I I you know I don't mean to pry. It just seemed like there were some themes. Oh, what of, do you mean? Well, well I, I I don't there have was the, one one in particular where you uh, I believe said you wished your daughter was a son. Yeah. Huh. I don't. You know oh, fathers have no choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, well, am I criminal for wanting a boy? No, no, no. no I'm just no, trying to kind of no. understand. It. it seems like you're processing some of your feelings through well, this work, and I'm wondering, has this helped you come to any realizations? Have you grown closer or further from your daughter? You know, Samantha, she's a whiz on the uh, the computer. Yeah, you mentioned uh, she's good at uh, fixing the printer and the scanner and. Goodness gracious, the copy machine. And she knows exactly how to put the paper in. But 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 I, I guess what I'm saying is, are, are you... Uh, 
are you unfulfilled in your life because there's no male progeny to continue your lineage? Mm, I, I see. Well, I, you know, it, I, I, I appreciate you calling it my lineage because my home, I do view it like a castle. I come home and I look at my out-of-ground out pool and I says, owning a pool is like owning a little slice of the ocean over here. Sure. I look at my pup, Joey. Joey. I says, Joey. That's my dragon. I guess my question is more of like... Um, is there a deep it seems like there's a subtle deep sadness and longing inside you and, huh. and and you kind of mentioned this jealousy with your neighbor ken and it seemed like maybe oh yeah ken's got a very of, very beautiful wife uh, sure talk they about seem, that they 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 talk about oh they're having sexual intercourse you know often and i says okay tmi and he's walking around shirtless and uh you know, you could tell he, he can tan. I can't tan. You know, I go out in the sun, I get mm -hmm. burned. Mm -hmm. I come home, I says, Karen, they're, they're having sexual intercourse. She says, tell it to the boss. You understand what I'm saying over here? No, but... <laughs> What I'm saying is, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's pain, you know, but, but I mean, nothing, I mean, sure, I wish, you know, I, I actually have a, I, I have a poem here, I think I have a poem just for this, uh, oh, goodness gracious, I opened the wrong book. Oh, I'm going to see if I can pull this up. Oh, yeah, sure. Colin, I just, I don't want to push him too much, I just feel like, um. I think we're just about to get there. Though. Yeah, and I, I feel like if we can get him to open up, that'll be a huge thing because it yeah. seems like there's some real latent themes here that he's kind of subduing, and I want to just help him get to that next level. Yeah, we got to get him there. Okay, here here it is. I found it. <clears throat> this is from uh, Leaves of Grass I Trim with My Mower, Dirty Daddy Edition. I like beer. I drink all the time. Helps me forget all of my crimes. Nothing illegal, just my sins, like thinking about my boss's skins. My boss is a woman. Ain't that something? Anywho, I'd love to feel the touch of someone who's attracted me just once. That one's called a deeply sincere plea for help. So I think that's pretty on the nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah actually interesting is, you say that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it gets to the, the unhappiness. And the lust. And the lust. And also maybe some of your issues with women, too. Oh, that's interesting that you say that. I suppose, you know, I mean, every guy wants to have, have more sexual intercourse than they're allowed to, and lust is a sin, so I don't talk about it. I'm going to just, I'm going to ask you very plainly. Yeah. Are you unhappy in your marriage? Oh, I mean, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say... Okay, okay, let me stop you right there. I'm going to ask you really quickly to just write a poem about your marriage, okay? Okay, just all right. Right off the, you know, top of your head. Yeah, it doesn't have to rhyme. Just basically talk to me in poem form and tell me yeah, about your marriage. Because I'll also say that when uh, we asked you if you were unhappy or to talk about your relationships with women, you immediately were went to that poem that you just read. Sure, yeah. yeah. So it seems like you know what we're getting at. I'm trying to write a haiku here. Okay. It's really exciting to kind of watch this yeah. process. There's steam rising off of him. <laughs> He's singeing the pages with his, uh, with his pen. He's writing so fast. Colin, I think he has this sort of block where the poetry allows him to be honest, but he can't confront it yet in his own life. Like he... Almost can't see what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. Do you Just it, almost done here. Got to get the seventh syllable. Do you think it was rude of me to ask him to write a poem on the spot? No, I think you're allowed to demand uh, that an artist create art in front of you. Just so that you know that it's actually them doing it. Well, I mean, we're paying him to be on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. We pay all our guests. 
Okay, so I actually unpublished recently. I've been experimenting with form. So this one's a haiku here called the Good Haiku. My marriage is very bad, and I don't feel good. Anywho, I'm fine masturbating. I got one of those fleshlights with my Christmas bonus. So, <laughs> so it seems to me, wow, like you've just kind of put it all out there that you are not happy, you are not satisfied. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I'd say that, that you know, to be married, you know, in the eyes of God, you you gotta you gotta give, you gotta take, and sometimes you have to say no to everything you want. So, and I got yeah. I got one of those uh, those flashlights now. I mean, God forbid that I'm talking about this, but we're all men here. Yeah, yeah. we are all white men. Eh. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I got one of those flashlights. Feels like the real thing, except you got to clean it. Of course. You don't yeah, have to you clean don't have to, it. You don't, you don't personally usually have to clean the real thing. No, 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 no. Don't touch it other than the insertion. Oh. Now, does oh, does the fleshlight not count as a sin in... Uh, you know... Uh, I, masturbation in general, I, I thought, was fairly frowned upon. In, well, are you Protestant? You, are you Catholic? I'm, I'm big time Catholic sure, over here. Sure. Uh, uh, I, I'm just, uh, Father Don hasn't heard any of these Dirty Daddy poems, has well, he? Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I tell him every poem um, and uh, in confession. I, I confess. We, are your confessions mostly you reading your poems? Yeah, is this like oh, an open actually, mic? 100%. I, I read poems in confession. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he actually, it's a fun little game we have. I know that he's, you know, the, the mouth of God and all. Uh, but he gives me poems. Instead of Dirty dirty Marys, <laughs> I said Dirty Mary. Instead of Holy Marys and rosaries, I'm, he, she, he, he's telling me, hey, write a poem about the Our Father. And then come back. And then you see how your sins are oh. going. Sounds like a writer's so, workshop. Yeah, so he's got You're the... You're kind of getting an MFA. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's the mouth of God. You've got the pen of Satan. Oh, wait. oh wow, that's, I mean, I, I guess I'll get rid of this pen then. <laughs> uh, wh- and, and Ralph, what is, your, what is your job when you're not? I know you're a, a oh, yeah. scout leader and a father. I work at the, uh, the Worcester Middle School, i uh, captain of the women's basketball team, oh, and I teach... Wait, you're the captain? <laughs> yes, I'm the captain of the women's basketball oh, team. Uh, that's what we call the coach, manager. Oh, okay. uh, it's a regional thing. But it's fun. It's fun to call you the captain. I wear a hat, and I have uh, and like you, a like a <laughs> captain, a boat captain's hat. Oh yeah, you got the old boat captain hat. And do you play in any of the games? Uh huh. Yeah, when they need me. Yeah, absolutely. Which kind of towards the end of the second half, the girls are tired. I come right. in, tag in, and I'm much taller than the other the the other teams. Except, oh my! How's goodness. your record? Uh, well, you personally. Personally, uh, I, I average about five points per game. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean... It's not bad. Yeah, all those, foul the school, shots. The yeah. school games are tend to be lower scoring games, so five points is... That's nothing to sneeze yeah, not at. Bad, no. not bad. And, and you're only I, coming in the second <laughs> half. Yeah, That's right. And, and I, are, are you satisfied by your job? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say... I mean, I, I'm the coach there, and I also teach the computer class. I, uh, I help... Which, somehow, I ended up as the computer teacher. I mean, I don't know how, but they keep paying me. And I says, okay, yeah. Dr. Douglas, 
Yeah. And hey, could you, Samantha should get a teaching assistant uh, honest, salary. Uh, well, honestly, uh, her allowance uh, comes from okay. how many uh, right. hours okay. she spends in the room with me. And Ralph, would you just talk to me in poetry form? Are you satisfied by your job? Okay, well, I guess I'll... You don't have to even write it. Just You can just talk a poem to me. Let's try this exercise. All right, um, I'll try to come up with a quick poem. It could even be one word. No. <laughs> okay, so there we go. And what's the name of that poem? The answer, the, the, uh, the, the uh, oh, the answer, the title of that poem is, this is exactly how I feel about the answer to that question. Okay. Ah, man, I, uh, I, feel, like you're, you're, I feel like you're in a prison of suburbia. Hey, I mean, I'd call it a kingdom. Oh, right, because the Joey, the dragon pup, and the... Joey. <laughs> I always lower my voice uh, when I say Joey. And uh, now... Joey. Uh, what do you, what do you hey, hope... Hey, that's is, good. That, that yeah. is good. Sound like a dragon yourself. Now, um, you're a middle-aged man. Yes. Uh, you've got a lot of life ahead of you. Okay. It sounded like you weren't sure that that was the case. Well, you know, my daddy, you know, he passed away when he was 70. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't take care of himself. Sure. He uh, smoked, he uh, uh, drank, he he gambled, you know, he he had a few different jobs. Mm -hmm. And you, you have a few different jobs. Yeah, I don't smoke. No. Well, you did. Except for that, that uh, yeah, that vape on the Metro oh, North, yeah. Wow, yeah, that was something else. It smelled like cranberry vanilla, if I can uh, give it a title. Wow, it, it, sounded, it smelled like a Sprite remix. <laughs> that sounded, it's, from what you told us, it sounded like a little uh, taste of heaven. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right, that's what it was, a taste of heaven, just like the Oyster Bar. Yum. The restaurant at Grand Central Terminal? Oh, yeah. It's I've called been. a Taste of Heaven? No, it's called the Oyster Oh, Bar. okay. But, but it I is call t- it a Taste of Heaven. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Ralph, I just got, I guess in these last, as we're, as we're winding down, sure. and as you look forward to your evening years of life, uh, what are some things that you wish to accomplish? What are some uh, oh. fruits of which you want to taste? Ahead of me, uh, I want to write more poetry. I want to publish some of the experimental poems. Uh you know, it's it's when you take risks that you really start to make something that uh, people can identify with. I want to get into painting uh, because art's easy. Yeah, it's very yeah. easy. It's uh, very easy to do. I want to learn how to uh, drive. So you don't have to take the Amtrak so, so much. So I don't have to take the... I take the Amtrak to work right now. Now, uh, that's got to be... Uh, that how is that true? Because you're in your you're in your town. Do you just is that one just station? One you just yeah, yeah I mean on? you know it's it's a long town. So okay, uh, I don't want to I don't want to push you there. Um, driving isn't. I would say driving's even easier than art. Oh hey, I mean tell that to Gary Nepler. <laughs> who is Gary Nepler? Oh, who is Gary Nepler? He's the inventor of the Nepler technique. He and, he teaches out of Monroe. I'm I'm sorry. I guess I'm not. Gary Nepler. He is the heir to the Nepler namesake. He teaches driving. There was a man from Ohio who asked him how to drive just the other day. I failed three times. Oh. <laughs> well, but, I think you can do it. Driving's easy. All you have to. I would just think about it. Driving. It, it's like uh, when you're writing. It's as if you're driving a pen. You know, oh, along wow. the page. And your thoughts are the uh, GPS system. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, driving, driving's just like that. That sounds real nice. 
Well, Ralph, um, we're, we're kind of getting to the end here, so I just I, I want you to let the listeners know where they can find this book of poems. Sure. And then I would just love uh, for maybe anybody out there who's interested in poetry and doesn't write themselves, uh, some advice that you'd have for them. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, uh, you could find me on uh, on dadpoems.net. That's a little old website that I have. Uh, you could check out my book there. I uh, kickstarted it uh, with my buddy Zeke, uh, who can't be here today. Um, and if I had to give a uh, piece of advice, I would say the title of a poem is a real great opportunity to give some extra context. That's a real fun little uh, thing there that a lot of people, they call their poems flower or untitled or the rape. Oh, we got a honk. We got a honk, baby. <laughs> uh, the Raven and... Uh, you know, you can make a title that's interesting, like Fathers Have No Choice. Um, there was a recent poem that I wrote wh- which had an excellent title uh, uh, that without context, it's going to be absolutely insane. But I'm going to say it now. I'd love sure. to hear it, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's called uh, It Doesn't Matter Because I'm Going to Masturbate Under My Jacket Anyway. Yeah, I think you have a real specific skill at kind of using the title to say exactly what the poem's about and kind of getting right to the heart of things. And what I liked in the the perf- the performance of the the poems is that not only does the title help give the poem context, but then there's a story after the poem that's oh, yeah. maybe like three times as long as the poem was itself, explaining. What the where sort of the inspiration? The world yeah, of the, uh, well, I mean yeah. that's one of my number one complaints about listening to people read. They should be saying, "Hey, and by the way, that's what I meant." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, give me the metaphors, give me the symbolism, but then explain it I immediately go to the, after. I, I go to the museum. I says, I look at the paintings. I says, I wish that uh, Picasso could come out here and he could say, "Hey." This is what the frick this means. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw a little owl and it stuck with me. That's why I drew it. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah, Something I saw like an owl. It was cute. I painted it. Oh, that was the day I had to get my liver taken out. Yeah, sure. That's why the face doesn't look like what a normal human face looks like. Exactly. Like, why so many hay bales? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monet. Yeah. Monet, explain yourself. Well, Ralph, thank you so much for coming. And I, hey, I just want to so much for having me. I just want to implore you to keep uh, diving into your poetry and diving into your personal life, and kind of come to terms with the life that you've created for yourself, which is not the life that clearly you want to lead. And I think you're deeply unhappy. And I think you could just make a few changes to kind of live the life you wish you had. <laughs> okay. Wow. I, I knew this was a comedy a comedy podcast. So you seem deeply sad. Well, I mean, if you mean happy. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. Wow, that was uh, that was really wonderful. I'm, I'm I'm glad we broadened our horizons with some poetry, um, and I hope that he heard what we were saying. Yeah, I hope he uh, heard what we were saying, and then can also listen to himself. A little bit more. Yeah, and we just wanted to end by each doing a short poem um, for you, the listeners. So um, I'll start. Uh, what is a dream but a thing that happens in your head? Um, th- uh, that's what a dream is. And that poem is called, This is What a Dream Is. That was beautiful. Thank you. And Colin, yours? I'm going to read you guys a few selected lyrics because... 
what is a song except just a poem set to music? Mm. You shook me all night long. Hell's bells. <laughs> Don't forget to read. Don't forget to read. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.